Welcome to <laughs> the Intercut Podcast, the weekly show going over the TV movies and entertainment that people can't get away from. You're stupid. <laughs> I am your co-host, Zachary Shevich, and joining me, you open a door by pushing with one hand and pulling with the other, it's Arturo Zurita. That one made no sense. That was all the ones. We are shooting in front of a live studio audience, but you can't necessarily see that. Uh, we had a whole group of, I think, nine? Yeah, yeah. Nine as people. you can see, we also have a two extra guests for this show uh, in Salt Lake City, uh, or Park City, technically. Mm-hmm. Total of fifty-one movies. Total of that's just you. That well, Both these two as well. Are you adding them up? Yeah, in total, I saw, we saw fifty-one. <laughs> uh, no, you saw how many? I saw twenty-six, seven. You saw fifty-one, I believe. I'm at like 48. And we still have some screeners yeah. because this is towards the late end, but uh, yeah. can I introduce So yeah, uh, we are joined by a couple special guests here. Uh, you may recognize Amanda the Jedi, who has joined us before, but yeah. here we are live in a room. Here we are live. The podcast was so good with us that we said, you know what? Let's <laughs> Fly out to Salt Lake. Let's do this again. Yeah. And of course, Alina is joining us as Hi. well. Who you may not know as edited every Let Me Explain. Worked on the A to Z show and stuff, yeah. and we uh, we were all able to do press, the three of us, and then Zach. Yeah. So if you're a fan of the uh, Let Me Explain stuff, you have Alina yeah, to thank for that, not Hart. Uh, <laughs> we are going to do a little things differently here. I probably should have swept a couple of those words. Uh, we are not going to do our usual yay or nays, what to watch, yeah, just new all to see. Sundance stuff. This is all Sundance. This is all hype, too. And we're going to do two, because I know she's going to have her own individu- individual mm-hmm. video. I am as well. Maybe you are. Mm-hmm. First multiplex in three years. And she's going to write something as well. And we're going to work on the Let Me Explain. So this is mostly yeah. the 10 most hype that we feel mm-hmm. are going to get attention outside the, the fest. Not to mention, we're going to do some something more later. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. We might do like individual reviews of a so, couple of these movies, especially is, as they come out. Yeah. So, if there's something um, we don't mention. Uh, it's because we didn't care about it. <laughs> if there's something we didn't mention, uh, leave us a comment. We'll maybe get to it on our next show. Right? Yes, sir. Uh, so we've got ten movies written down here that are ten of the movies that had the most hype, the most praise, the most excitement. Uh, we have seen all of them, except yeah. for me, one I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. But uh, these are movies that you should definitely keep on your radar. We are approving them here and now, but we'll go in a little more depth. Starting with imaginary order. Imaginary <laughs> order. It's Quit. not an imaginary order. It's not a big time out. Or no, it is a big, big time, time out. What, is it, what am I thinking? It's not the souvenir. No, the no, souvenir. souvenir. Or it's poster. Or it's... Uh, we right. are going to talk a bit about big time adolescence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the one that stars Pete Davidson, although he's kind of the secondary character. He's the yeah. secondary he is. Uh, And yeah. he kind of plays this sort of like surrogate older brother character to a guy in his teens, late mm-hmm. teens. Uh, it's got a sort of classic coming-of-age vibe to it. It reminded me a lot of the whackness. Uh, but this was one of the movies that I think we quoted the most amongst ourselves at this festival. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you guys want to talk about what was so great about Big Time Adolescence? And where you had it, what position you had it. It was on my radar only because I believe it was a what, premieres category? No, or, it was U.S. No, dramatic. dramatic. It was yeah. dramatic one. Didn't win. But, but the description we look didn't a lot sell at, me. Yeah, we look a lot at the uh, premieres and the U.S. Yeah. Dramatic. I think the that's dramatic, where we mostly saw. But yeah. this was within the U.S. Dramatic category. Yeah. It didn't, like, the description didn't sell me. Pete Davidson, it's like, oh, cool, That's Pete Davidson, me. but it didn't sell me. Pete Davidson I saw it. didn't sell you? Machine Gun Kelly didn't sell you? <laughs> I mean, Bird Box, right? Yeah. Bird Box. See, I the description did sell me. This was, yeah. I think, before coming to Sundance. This was, like, fourth on my list. They got bumped to third once we cut Velvet Buzzsaw yeah. because it ended up on Netflix. So I'm, but I'm a big fan of coming of age stories. Same. So I was, like, kind of excited for this. I didn't even see that Pete Davidson was in it. Mm. Uh, and then I realized that he was, and was like, okay, hopefully this is gonna be good. And uh, yeah, I just I think it. Um, 
I just think it did a really good job kind of um, expressing, I think a lot of people kind of might have a parallel with that story where you have like these older people, at least I did, where you try to fit in with these older group of people. And you, you think, drugs. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> you think they're so cool and you start doing things that you shouldn't really be doing, like drinking when you're like 14, 15, and you're trying to, you think you're really cool and you think they're really cool. But then like after a while you realize yeah. it's weird that they want to hang out with me. Right. That says more about them than it does about yeah. me. I'm Pete Davidson. Movie. That's <laughs> what I realized Davidson. halfway through. I realized I'm oh, not the geez. kid. I'm Pete Davidson. And, I, and, I can't, and I'm making life changing decisions. The kid, the main kid, you know who he is? Sam from American Vandal. Yeah. Oh yeah. It hit me after the yeah. screening that that was yeah, Sam from American Vandal and it blew my mind. Mm -hmm. I think big time adolescence for me was I, I want to say my number four. Yeah, my number four. Maybe I three. It around there I too. Know. It's in my top five the moment it's I saw it. Four. I said it was one of the most quotable things. We've been technically quoting it throughout the entire uh, festival. <laughs> yeah, and I said as soon as we got out of it, I think it's the new Superbed. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you there. I think it's maybe a little messier intentionally. It's less and wacky. A bit more yeah, dramatic. Yeah, less, more dramatic well. too. More There's a little bit more of a like uh, a genuine concern about yeah. where is your life going to go mm -hmm. than in yeah. Superbed, yeah. which is kind of like just, just there, just a part of it. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, you mentioned coming in, being excited about it, and I think there was a lot of reasons to be excited about it, but mm -hmm. you get a lot of Sundance movies that sort of fall into this coming-of-age genre yeah. 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 And there's not really a guarantee that whether or not it's going to be yeah. one of the good ones. Yeah, exactly. This is legitimately, it, it, it doesn't feel rote, it doesn't feel <clears throat> like it's, it's just treading up old territory, even Absolutely. though it's familiar. Um, it, uh, one thing that I was really struck by was the fluency of the modern like dialect with it. They, yeah. they felt actually like teenagers mm -hmm. and had the right <laughs> had the right of vocabulary yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, and, and that lends into the quotability is that it's yeah. that much easier to Absolutely. naturally include mm -hmm. in your talks. I think it's going to be in my top ten by the end of the year. I personally, I, I agree. Yeah, I think I think a few of the movies I've seen this weekend are going to stay very very high. It was a legitimate like great watch, like yeah. just to watch yeah. everybody. Yeah, it's one that's very easy to recommend to people. Another one that I think is pretty easy to recommend to people, another comedy that uh, we all enjoyed, was Britney Runs a Marathon. Yes. Winner. So, yeah, yeah that was the award. audience award for U.S. Dramatic. Which we all thought it was going to be something else that you're going to mention in a little bit, but that ended up yeah. winning. Yeah. I, I was surprised. Mad. I was mad, but I was surprised. I'm glad it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, and we, we'll talk more about this, it, it's got an ending that's kind of hard to walk away it's from kind of not loving. Ending. Yeah. yeah. Which some people... Didn't see. <laughs> so one person did walk away from. He goes, Brittany was all right. Well, when'd you leave? Before she ran, before she ran the marathon. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah. For real? Honestly, it's the end. I think the whole movie itself is really good, but the ending is. If you leave before the yeah. ending shot happens, yeah. I think that's what made the movie. I remember exactly when I ran out of it, or when we walked out of it. Right. I was so inspired. <laughs> when I walked out of it, I specifically messaged you and I said, "You're gonna love Britney Runs a Marathon." Yeah. Uh, so this is written so and directed by Paul Downs Colizzo, Colazzo, something like that. Yeah, we're not. Uh, it, it and it stars Jillian Bell, who mm -hmm. was in Workaholics, was in Twenty Two Jump, Jump Street, Street. Uh, and who completely transformed too this, this is the kind of thing that like if this was a dramatic movie if mm -hmm. there was you know like a rehab story of some yeah, kind she'd be an Oscar consideration yeah, exactly. but it's a silly comedy that she what if it did what if it does maybe maybe but <laughs> you know she completely transformed the way she looks uh, and, and really I think that shows it like a dedication to this part because you kind of really feel that transformation more so than in a lot of movies that are similar mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and this is something Amanda and I were talking about a little bit earlier is that even though like it, it touches up on like the ideas of losing weight, the ideas mm -hmm. of getting healthy. There's still like a body positivity to it. Yeah. It's still very much about valuing yourself and finding what makes you happy rather than 
what's going to make the people around you happy. Yeah. Yeah. But it um, also stays conscious of the fact that, like, you know, it's not bad for people to want to get healthy, which I yes. think a lot of these movies unintentionally will end up sending that message mm-hmm. of don't try to better yourself. Yeah. Well, she was yeah. worst own enemy. That was the best part of the movie was the yes. fact that you realize exactly. there's not necessarily an outside force. You would think the person who mm-hmm. she thinks is like the shrew of the group ends up being her biggest supporter and it's her, the one who's turning herself down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And this is another one that had a very good cast around it. Uh, we've Agreed. talked about Utkarsh um, um, Badkar. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, but You're he played the love one. interest and yes. he was hilarious yeah, in it. Uh, the little bits of Lil Rail Howard in it we're yeah, also he hilarious uh, he's way older than I would expect him to be in the movie but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah it's a good, solid cast and this is one that Amazon picked up for a lot of money I think it was 14 million wow. they've Wait, talked about they? yeah they talked about uh, giving it an August release date so this is one where okay. we kind of what know where late it's going to come night out has, or uh, Brittany runs a marathon ends up doing better than late night I I they would, both got bought out for the same amount, I think. I, I would they not did, yeah. be surprised, to be honest. Honestly, like once they start going, I, I can see that happening. I can see I getting really good word of mouth. I think going to get the original push, and then Britney might actually like just pick or up the audience award becomes a curse, just like it was last year and the previous year. Oh, yeah. damn! The greatest movie just like gets ruined. Yeah, I mean, for me, Britney was my favorite of the festival. I don't know if it's necessarily. Oh yeah, that's right. The most perfectly like the crafted best. movie, yeah. but it's it's got a wide appeal. I think. You know, it's just the kind of movie that a lot of people will enjoy and could use. Yeah. So, did you cry at another movie? I cried. Oh, I was in the tears. Wedding. I know Brittany for sure made me. Cry. She names ten. Well, uh, after the wedding made me cry. It's really? not one of my. Just when she finally breaks down. You're like Julian that close Moore? to a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who no, breaks I wasn't. Down? Well, <laughs> I was going to say the F word. I was going to say the F word. Uh, you can. You can. The, uh, yeah. No, to me, this was the only movie that almost brought me to tears, and it was that specific ending, which you should not walk out of, that actually did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> no other movie got that close. So, yeah. So, Brittany Runs a Marathon, another one of our favorites from this festival. One of the most hyped movies. The one that was probably the hardest to get a ticket to, I'd say. Uh, and the one that yeah. I didn't see, unfortunately, was Extremely Wicked, Shockingly oh, yeah, Evil, easily. and Vile. Yes. This is the one starring yeah. Zac Efron, directed by Joe Berlinger. Who else is in it? Lily Collins, I Lily believe. Lily Collins. Hell yeah, she's in it. It's her story. It's yeah, her so story. it's the character story. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. sort of telling the story of Ted Bundy, but it's doing it from his not last girlfriend's or really. wife's perspective. It's, it's, it's it not is, really. They, from, it's based on the book that she wrote. His ex-girlfriend, okay. fiance. You know, they basically raised her daughter together, like in large part. Um, and it's based on that, so a lot of it does kind of focus on her, but obviously being the movie that it is, they want to sell it from his perspective too. Yeah. So exactly. a lot of it does take place from Bundy's perspective, but it's really not, I don't think it's going to be what people expect it to be. It's yeah. not taking place it's in the time, it's literally going to happen Easily. after. Well, no, it's half a courtroom drama. Yeah. yeah, it's basically half a courtroom drama, and most of it's going to happen after what you expect. Yeah. What I thought the movie that, was going to yeah. be she came is out a the montage <clears throat> that's in the beginning of the movie. Like, of a, like, yeah. like a like, three like a double life, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't. You don't. Sh- it doesn't show him doing any of it. It just. Ta- it has like. I don't want to spoil it, but no, I'll like, say for the whole throughout the whole thing because this is with the commercial. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but everyone keeps saying that the trailer just seems like he's super innocent and he's just having a good time. That is ninety eight percent of the movie. You do have inklings that you think he's doing something, but because it's from her perspective, I legit looked at her and said, "Is he actually innocent, though?" Yeah. So I think the general mm-hmm. consensus around the trailer was that they were I Tanyaing Ted Bundy. Uh-huh. And I disagree. What do you actually watch it, making it look like she's a better person than she actually was? Oh, I kind of like taking her off. Oh, when everyone on Twitter was saying how, like, hey, you're making it too likable. They made me delete the tweet. Yeah, like that. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to go into it because they don't realize that the documentary, uh, the documentary that it's on Netflix and this one are made by the same people. Yeah. And then it turns yep. out that Netflix buys this one and yep. it's going to come out, what did you say? 
they said they're going to put it in theaters uh, for award season. For award season, so yeah, cool. We'll see where uh, where that one. We just I thought it was okay. Up. She personally wanted it to be a double life thing. Yeah. I wanted yeah. it to just be the second half of the movie yeah. where I had no idea that the man was arguing for himself. You yeah. never yeah. have this like yeah. on your top tens or anything like that. No, but it's, this is on your. On mine, I don't know if it deserves yeah. to be there. Okay, We're your talking, top ten. I don't think it actually is. I think it's just still there. Right, but how did you misplace it twenty? Because <laughs> it's a little big. Because I just haven't 15. gotten there yet. I have to like top fifteen. It's on the. It's number fifteen. So what is it you enjoyed about it? Because Art's talking about it like it's just okay. There's a moment at the end. There's a moment at the end that I don't want to like. There's just a moment that happens at the end that is nineteen. Nineteen. It looks like Clint. And you told me fifteen. Yeah, but I think he looks like Clint Eastwood in this thing. Because it's once Bundy, actual Bundy, and once Bundy. There's just a moment at the end, and this is what people aren't going to get. People are going to think that the movie is literally on his side. making it on his <clears> side, <throat> but it's so that they can do this thing at the end that makes everybody be like... The ending is pretty good. The ending, and that's be, that's when it comes back to it being more in her perspective. Actually, it is just, a pretty good movie. That, exactly. It's, it's pretty ballsy, ending. though, because you have an hour and 40 minutes where yeah. it's going from a perspective that a lot of people don't like. If this wasn't a real story that we knew what happened and knew what he did and knew that he would go on to admit most of like pretty much everything he did, including stuff they never would have found out about, yeah. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd think it'd be like, it would be one of these situations where you're wondering, like, is he innocent? Is he guilty? But... Then it gets to the end, but that that whole idea of is he innocent or is he guilty is only from her perspective. perspective which the movie Everybody ends and it tells else. you that it's yeah. her movie, yes. but then you go on Twitter and they go, she does no one care about her perspective. It's like, yeah, they do. She's getting royalties. Like, That's literally <laughs> what's happening about. here. Yeah, let her, get, let, she, let her get her dues. She <laughs> literally de- dealt with years and years and years of stress yeah. because of something else happens in the movie that I, if you guys know the story, you probably already know what happened because, again, this is all Yo, based on real stupid. events. That's what he I mean. Was mad Bundy would have gotten caught really, really quick if no, he Jersh- got caught like five yeah. times. Yeah, but if jurisdictions shared information more readily, he would have been arrested and locked up years before. Yeah. Well, that's before like, the internet. That's all like exactly. the paperwork. You misfile something like that. I know, but that was. They even said the same thing with the BTK open. killer. They didn't want yeah. to share information. They'd yeah. be like, "Hey, we've got a case that's kind of similar to this. Can you share?" And have them be like, "No." I'll tell you the scariest part of the movie. It takes place in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching. Yeah, he gets arrested in Utah. He, he used to live in in Seattle. Okay. Yeah, like where he, he lived, he killed Seattle. Here. Just in that's Seattle. He did in Seattle too. So yeah. Seattle, Utah, Florida. He went to Colorado too. Yeah, in Colorado. He in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Were any of you in the Uber we took with the guy who said absolutely not? The, we we took an <laughs> you Uber. You told me about this with a driver who told us, "Yeah, my mom." Wait, is no, I was in there with somebody who was killed by. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you were in that when we took it in the morning. Yeah. He said he's like, "That's why it's very close to my heart because we know the person." Yeah, he killed someone we actually knew, and I said, "That's right." Word? <laughs> Bro, that's crazy, man. That's wild. Anyways, you drop us off right here. So. <laughs> the, the, the cousin of the cousin twice removed kind of connection that you have. Yeah, no, he was like very, still... very adamant on it. That's messed up. Have yeah. any of you seen the Ted Bundy tapes yet or no? I started it. Okay, so just comparing what you see in the tapes to the movie, is there any kind of... There's overlapping of like archive footage, mm-hmm. which, is, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but as far as I do like, and I think which movie did it? I know the report did it. Yeah, a little timeline, the editing yep. that they do. It was nicely done. I like that. Yeah, yeah. cool. So, and it, then it obviously the the, the court stuff overlaps a bit because mm-hmm. a lot of it has to do with the court tapes and then the stuff that they mm-hmm. got from him after yeah. he was finally like, okay. And they I'll do give a little montage stuff. at the end. They kind of compare like what you saw in the movie where it was Zac Efron. Right. Kind of like they show you. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, cool. How much yeah. hotter Zac Efron was in Bundy? Speaking about Zac Efron, so Netflix is apparently positioning this for a award 
third season run. They want to push him. It's probably going to push him. Do you think he's a contender? Do you think, think Lily's a contender? He the did movie? His, I think he did. I like really Lily way more than him. Yeah. Uh, I just like Zach Efron. Her struggle was a lot Her more. struggle was a lot more, but he did did a, a juicier I think part. he did a really good job being what he had to do. Ted Bundy looked know? like Zach Efron. The male numbers I mean, just, would have been higher. <laughs> that's how, it's like her, that's her struggle. Like, she loved this man, all these things. It's like, hey... This thing coming out of you know yeah, left field this or whatever. Whole second yeah, there is all yeah, the, yeah in the second half there's a whole reveal she, that happens yeah. where she gives like that's her Oscar nomination shot if they were to push yeah, it. Yeah, there's I one don't know. thing she says and it's like whoa. I don't know about pushing Zac Zac Efron. No, but I can understand why they would want to, to a, you know a, a step in his career. <laughs> yeah, Bohemian yeah, Rhapsody's up there, so yeah. what do I know? So. Yeah, for real. Who are we? That's and honestly, I think that's going to bring a lot of drama on too because people are like, I can't believe they're. Glorifying this like performance and not not to get us too far off track, but uh, Oscars have a track record of nominating people playing real people. I believe nine out of ten lead actors. Yeah, but they're not serial killers. Mm, Sometimes they are. Who? Uh, Monster Charlize Theron won for that. Yeah, she did. We should move on. (laughs) The Farewell. This was also one of the very hyped up ones before the festival started, directed by Lulu Wang and starring Aquafina in what's being billed as like her first dramatic role or something, but she's pretty funny in the movie too. I think a lot of I think a lot of the hype I've seen around it has undersold just how funny this movie is. I think it's a very good kind of like uh Culture clashing, yeah. families reunion. Seventy percent is in a foreign language. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing that might be a big though. obstacle for a lot of people. That's, is that's that, what I've been uh, it's a large percentage is in Mandarin, I believe. Yeah, and the thing about it is, is that it needs to be. If you don't have that, then yeah. there goes the whole farewell. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. for for me, that makes Definitely. the movie. Yeah, I think I it's great. It. So yeah. you can make a remake, but you're going to take out a whole part of it, which was the yeah. East versus yeah. West mentality, which they literally have a whole and that's debate about. It's like I don't know how much you could even remake it, considering how tied it is to Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't like have these separations of languages between yeah. them. Uh, the quick plot of it is it's about a family who decides to get together basically to throw a fake, fake wedding, wedding. Yeah. in order to all see their, their sick, grandma. dying grandmother who, who doesn't know she has cancer. And yeah. they want to not tell her she has cancer. Because apparently that is Chinese culture. If there's yes. people ter- are terminally ill and they know there's nothing they can do about it treatment wise, they, don't, they let don't let them know. Yeah. Yeah, and something that's, that's literally illegal in yeah. America. Something that's brought up yeah. in the movie. But it's, Wait, but it's what? normal. There. It's illegal here. It's illegal to do that. You can't tell. Yeah. You can't yeah. not tell somebody they're dying. I had to make a call. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very common over there. Yeah, and that, yeah. And that's As a way of sparing them of mm-hmm. the despair or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah despair. Of I will say the one way that they could remake it, if they were to remake it, and I truly believe they're going to remake it. I'm going to tell Which you. I told terrible. you so when they do, is to focus on the couple who's having the fake wedding. Because they were the most boring part of the movie. They, they had so some boring. jokes, but it wasn't because yeah. they did anything. Yeah. It was just how dumb they were. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do Awkward, anything. Yeah. But if you actually focus it on the couple, there's so much That's more you can do about this couple who has to pretend to be together in order for this, for like, a greater cause. And then they go through, well, yeah, I think that would be a very interesting way. That would be. Uh, to bring it back to the farewell, I thought Aquafina was really, really good Fantastic. in this. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, she got a lot of press for Crazy Rich Asians yeah. and Ocean's mm-hmm. 8 last year. I think she's better in here. In here. She's, she's best yeah. funny yeah, and really funny. sells the drama mm-hmm. of it, too. You know, she's going through a lot, and you can really tell, like, she's part, She's the one who's wrestling with this idea of, is it okay to not tell yeah, the Yeah, because everyone, everyone else is in. Yeah, because yeah. they moved her to America at a young age. And oh, she, she has a really only, good bit. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that's the thing that's I think is really striking about the movie is the way that it's able to tell this generational story. There's the generation that stayed. There's the generation that went, and the generation that's too young to even remember. Yeah. yeah. And, and you really do get the distinct feelings, the ways that the family is sort of been divided and feels that that division mm-hmm. that's yeah. come through the years. Because she remembers China. Yeah. She yeah. distinctly remembers her summers and hanging out there and being mm-hmm. around family and then being pulled away from that. So. And you have an Asian grandmother. So <laughs> no, it's because I left right. the movie and the grandmother actually reminds me so much of my grandmother except the fact that my grandmother's clearly Asian. I was so stupid and I went, what? Your <laughs> grandma's Asian? No, I meant all the other stuff. Just the way she acts because she has this whole thing where she's like, Oh, when are you gonna bring home a man? But also, it's really good that you're this strong, independent woman. And it's like yeah. that's my grandmother. It's like, why don't you bring in someone <coughs> home? But also, good job. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so for me, you know, this was one of my favorites of the festival. Also, I had this at number two on Same. my list. It is. My number two also or three. Hits the tears. It was yeah. a tear jerker. This is sure. my top ten. I had it at nine. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. this is one for me that I've appreciated more the thought three? that I thought yeah. about it. Like, there's yeah, just a lot of context in the movie. I've, I've mentioned this bef- to all of us, but the stuff that's kind of, like, around the margins of the story mm-hmm. is really, really great. The, the whole Japanese girlfriend. Yeah, the Japanese just girlfriend. Just trying to keep up, kind of. Yeah, because, like, the one family moved to Japan. They didn't move to America. They just moved to a different, yeah. you know, an Asian yeah. country. So things like that, yeah. I think we're just... I think it's going to be a big hit. I hope really it makes three times as much as Crazy Rich Asians made. I do, too. Yeah, I'm excited. I think, it, I think I, this, I should, this should be released in August again. Yeah. yeah. This hit a lot of the things that I, I felt Crazy Rich Asians was getting uh, praised for. Praised for. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The culture clashing, so the generational better. This is the loose. Yeah. <laughs> this is the yeah. loose of the bunch. Of the uh, they're obviously very different movies, this and Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. but this one, if, if that one appealed to you, this one should as well. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Honey Boy. Honey boy. Honey boy. That's so, my number one right now. Is that? I don't know if it's actually my number one, but it's like on my. my That's your letter. number one. It's on Letterboxd's number. Again, I get. I have oh, a hard I agree time. With you. I have a hard time ordering things, but I think it is my number one. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, it is my number five. I don't know why it's that low. I guess four other movies were incredible. Well, one movie is the greatest movie of all time. Second greatest movie of all time. So we'll get <laughs> not to even that. gonna get to it today. Not even get to it today. <laughs> Second greatest movie of all time. Third on my list. <laughs> Uh, so, Honey Boy, Honey Boy, it's the new movie dr- directed by Alma, Alma. Tarell. Yeah. Who won? Who and told every did. man to go su- suck it <laughs> yeah, at the basically, award. basically, don't go to film school. If you do, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> uh, it's written and starring Shia LaBeouf, and it's sort of ostensibly about Shia's life, it although is. it's kind of very loosely, eh, not that loosely, he I wouldn't made, say very. Yeah, in the, we got the interview with him after, so he said that yeah, a lot of it is... It's like pretty much very much his life, but they let there be a little bit more leeway so that the actors, so Lucas Hedges and Noah, I can't, Jupe, could kind of um, Mm -hmm. take a little bit of their own personal experiences with it and and run with that. And then obviously certain characters for in his life become an amalgamation and just one character named Tom, I believe it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said that that was like a, a combination of also things there. Also with the woman on the phone. With the woman. One. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. there's an yeah. argument. Yeah. He says it wasn't necessarily his mom, well, it was multiple yeah. people. Right, yeah. like to, to make this it a little... This does it a lot better than a Bohemian Rhapsody, which I, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. even have that problem with Bohemian Rhapsody. Mike Myers' character, it, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was the other parts of Bohemian Rhapsody that yeah. people ignore. Well, but to be clear about the difference between like how fictional or whatever this is, 
the main character's name is Otis. It's yeah. not Shia. Yeah. So they're not trying to say, like, this exact. is the real story. Well, here's the beauty of it. This is why I think it's yeah. so well. How many people would have taken this and directed it themselves? Yeah. And then yeah. it's completely and utter trash. Yeah. It becomes a Terrence Malick movie. Yeah. All that stuff. Instead, he gave it to this woman who came in, and I think if it wasn't for her, the director, I think, is the one who makes it super <laughs> yeah. well because yeah. she's literally the one I, uh, who I would say could have run a bunch of stuff. But if you grew up watching even Stevens, Stevens Transformers, Transformers and if you know all the other movies, there's the whole bit just right right in the beginning you know he can't say it's transformers but it's transformers yeah. he can't say it's His, lawless but, but it's, it's lawless yeah uh lucas Hedges' first line in movies no 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 no, 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 no. no. Yeah. Yeah. is it really yeah, yeah it is he's like no 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 See, that's the thing of it. There's another point that I don't want to mention, but it has to do with something he used to do in Even Stevens. Yeah. And they make that a whole scene. They yeah. do. That, that was the second uh, after Britney that almost got me because I remember seeing that yeah. growing up and that was supposed to be the funny bit. Mm -hmm. So to see his memory of how and that came to bit and being who me. forced him to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And bro, I thought, I thought it was great. Both kids were good. He talked about how Lucas Hedges would come to his house. Yeah. Which is probably my, yeah, my worst nightmare. Port. Exactly. Oh, that. Take his clothing. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas Hedges is good in this movie. Yes. As someone who's Actually. paid his money to go see him live because he could not believe how bad he's been in everything he's ever been, I paid my money and I can confirm Lucas Hedges ain't that great. But in this movie, he's actually really good. He sounds just like Shia LaBeouf. Mm -hmm. And he was going into Shia LaBeouf's house without letting him know, taking his clothes. <laughs> this is the Oscar push for him. But the little kid, uh, if I get his name right, Noah Jupe, yeah, Noah said Jupe. that the way that he got into the role was by wanting to spend time with Shia. Shia and Shia, Shia said, I don't want to spend time with you, to which he went, this is what Shia felt like growing up. And that's what helped him do the role. Yeah. So that's, that's that. freaking genius. That was great. Uh, so it, it, this is like a really interesting story in that it has that Shia aspect, but it's also just a bit about growing up without yes. the support system that a child needs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of movies that are about bad parents or addict parents and stuff like that. And this one, I really got the idea that yeah. lack of stability is awful for a child. Yeah, it's just awful. Like it cycles. Actor. And then, yeah. And, yeah, when you're a child actor, I think people have this, like, misconception that you have this glamorous lifestyle yeah. living in a huge house. And like this the, guy was living this, in a motel with FKA yeah. twigs. Like a motel that was smaller than the living room we're sitting in right now. Like, yeah. it was it was bad. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was definitely one of the most striking movies of the festival. And I was also surprised, I guess, how good it was. Because you mm -hmm. talk about a movie like this. And I it thought can, it would be great. It could, it could be, be very self-loathing, all this other stuff. Yeah, it, it was my be, number two going into the He writes the, the movie I was very excited. To, yeah, I was yeah. very excited to see it. But it's, a, it's exactly. the idea that it could be an ego trip. It could be just yeah. really not, not for everyone, for him. It could mm -hmm. be an exercise the way that it kind of is in the movie. And I'm yeah. telling you right now, if it wasn't for the director, the movie would have been garbage. Yeah. I think so too. And because yeah. uh, she was able to just really rein it in and keep it tight together and know where to cut the fat and, and make sure that everything stayed accessible and not just like a montage to yourself and yourself. Yeah. Basically. So Lena, what do you think? Give us your 10 minute dissertation on Honey Well, I was, no, I was going to bring up during the Q&A. She said that she received the email from Shia and yeah. she's like, I need proof. Like, is this even real? Can you imagine if she <laughs> oh, didn't yeah. answer yeah, exactly. He said, my, my mom's favorite color is purple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what he said? Kind of yeah. Like, yeah, that's what yeah. he said. Wait, what else has she done? She did, um, what's that, Beach one? Yeah, Bombay Beach. Bombay Love Beach is True. the one that he emailed her after. Yeah, wow. saying, I want you to direct the story. Oh, I gotta of my see life, these other ones. Basically. Yeah. yeah. There's a chicken crossing the road joke. Oh, yeah, the, there, chicken, the chicken. Oh, yeah, we'll leave the great. chicken one for, for later because yeah. that's kind of a big plot point in the movie. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, watch the movie. The QA for that, yeah, his last bit was dope. Oh, so good. Another one of the really big sales from the festival, the first probably big sale of the that festival, we heard of, yeah. uh, was Late Night. Yeah. This is okay. the Mindy Kaling written 
uh, but and starring, but and directed produced. by someone else. And, and produced. Uh, film that's sort of about what it would be like if she were the only female writer on mm-hmm. a late night show. What is also a little bit strange about that setup is that the host of this late night show is a woman too, yeah. Emma Thompson, in a really, really great role. Yeah. She's always kind of charming, but here she's also able to kind of lean into yeah. the jokey nature that she has and yes. just t- dominate the stage. Mm-hmm. So both her and Mindy are very, very good in this movie. It's a very funny movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's maybe a little bit safe. It, it feels like a yeah. pretty yeah, mainstream comedy. and. I think you know it's a, the kind of movie that could probably do very well had it not ever even played Sundance. They could yeah. just put it out mm-hmm. in the middle of summer. I, it was I one agree. Of the, I think second to Extremely Wicked, this was the, one of the hardest ones to get into. I think the hardest, the three were what we just mentioned: Honey Boy, Extremely Wicked, and this one. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. I know they tried getting into. Only two of you saw Late Night, right? No, three of us. Three of us. Oh, you saw Late Night? Yeah. Never mind. It was not. It was not the hardest to get into. <laughs> but there was that story. Was, yeah, oh, yeah, one of the first late night screenings. I think there was oh, the, nearly the two hundred ticket holders yeah. couldn't yes. get in. The there was ticket holders. Ticket holders, like because there's so many people like this coffee. guy. Yeah, I let people go in all the time. <laughs> I sat, I sat, I sat on the floor. I, I mean, didn't care he, didn't, where I sat. he didn't go into too many. Public no, places. I was joking. I was joking. But <laughs> no, 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 we're talking about the, the industry people who go yeah. in with the past. Yeah, the industry people. Here. They would go yeah. in there, 30 minutes in, they would just dip out. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, this was one of the biggest sales. Everyone called it the big sick because Amazon picked it up. Mm-hmm. It's got the comedy angle to it. Uh, a lot of people feel it plays it safe. I have it at 10. Maybe uh, Queen of Hearts would, would jump it I... over, but... I got it in my top 10. I think it's 8 on my list. It's my 11. It's 11. So we all seem to have it in the same area. Yeah, it's in the like top middle. This top is the middle. Oscar contender that gets in, but... It's something no I would knows. definitely recommend watching, but it's yeah. not something that I'm going to be like... Drop everything the second it hits yeah. theaters and run to see it. Yeah, this was, you know, one of the funnier, not definitely. A lot of people were saying it was the funniest and or like the best movie of the past. We're like, that's no. dope. How many have you seen? Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of them was The Mountain. So. <laughs> Souvenirs. It's still it's, it's a really good movie. This is gonna be a crowd pleaser. Yeah. This is gonna be one of the ones yeah. that I don't know whether it's Oscar contenders, but the one thing that I did learn from this movie is that I would love to work with, with uh, Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Yes. She was- and, and I've always really Mindy Kaling. And well, shout out to uh, Paul Walter Hauser, yeah. who's just yeah. consistently my favorite douchebag in movies. Whether it's <laughs> I Tanya. Which one was he? Because there was twelve. <laughs> the the, one the that, fat guy, the I Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy's the black Lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That guy's the <laughs> Little Monsters. This mm. is another one that I didn't see. Loved All three it. of you saw it. Yes. Uh, this is Lupita Nyong'o as a kindergarten teacher keeping a class of little kids safe yes. from a zombie apocalypse without them letting well it's not into the apocalypse it is actually there's even contained. a zombie okay, okay. that's the best part of the movie zombie yeah. outbreak not, it's, it's not just protecting them it's making sure that they don't even know a zombie apocalypse just, is happening they don't know yeah. what's going on around them and that that's is the best part so of the movie. amazing yeah. so uh, talk a little about the movie um, I would just we saw it at a midnight show and after having a long day tired of movies as can be. we're tired as can yep. be you know, at that point, Red Bull Ran might not coke. even work, you know, out of caffeine. But this was a movie that keeps you engaged the entire time. I did not fall asleep once. Yes. And by that time, like, it, it's 12. Yeah, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. So yeah, at that point, I am drained. But this movie just keeps your attention the entire time. It's like so being, good. like, entertained by Lupita, you know, on the stage, you know. It's and Lupita killed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah she, she killed this role. And zombies, but she did. Yeah, because I remember the director said, like, like, people were like, how did you even get her? And they were like, we really lucked out and that she was specifically mm-hmm. looking for, like, a different Something role. different? Something, Something different. different. And he said, 
Yeah, and then she read and then she read the script and there was a few things in the movie that really resonated with her, like no spoilers, yeah. but there was just a couple of like like a band's mention that she loved and there's just Yeah, there were so many things that like make her character which are it's funny yeah. because those yeah. are jokes in the story. Mm-hmm. The you pretty much got three main characters. It's Lupita Nyong'o who plays the teacher, the what is supposed to be the director, and he looks yeah. a lot like the director. Yeah. The guy who's Josh taking Gad? the kid. No, no, no. Okay. This this is like a, a, one on Australia because uh, it's an Australian film. Yeah, the Australian, Australian guy. Dude. Yeah, he was the one yeah. that was there. Yeah. yeah. Dave's character. Dave, and then there is Josh Gad, yeah. who plays like a PBS Wiggles, Wiggles Nick Jr. Like type of person thing. who everybody loves, who gets stuck in the zombie apocalypse with them. Yeah. Is, is there so much Josh Gad that people who don't like Josh Gad will be If you off? don't like Josh Gad, you should watch this You'll movie like for that it. specific You'll reason. Like, yeah, because yeah. it's so different. They literally said, he was like, Josh Gad like, risked his entire career for this movie because he's so Disney. <laughs> that is so, true. So, so I mean, yeah. I saw it, right? You saw it as well? Little Monsters. Little Monsters. Yeah. Did you see it? No. What did you think of Josh Gad? Yeah, there you go. Cool. He was so good. Like that is one of the things with his Olaf brand because he says he's like he has a brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did not give a damn about it for this movie. Like yeah. he goes all out. Yeah. There is a bit that Josh Gad does something, and everyone went, <laughs> "Yo, I don't oh, know." The director? I, I, I even yes. looked at, at her. I want to say what it is, and I said, mm-hmm. "I mean, it was a little too much." And the director comes out there. Right, so first things first, that bit was Josh Gad's Josh Gad's idea. Yes. And the moment he's like, "Can we do this?" We're like, uh, get, okay. "Let's set it up." They set it up. The moment he does it, he sees it in the video village. And he goes, "What have I done?" Yeah. <laughs> They kept it in the movie. Yeah, they did. Um, he is so well. I think all three performances are super Amazing. great. Amazing. But what really yeah. makes the movie is the director's conversation at the end. Yes. That he's really... a dick. Okay? <laughs> it's, tw- it's 2 o'clock in the morning and yeah. he's letting us know that this fantastic movie that we already saw. If you're a Star Wars fan, go watch it. If you're a Taylor Swift fan, go watch it. If you want to go see the funniest, bloodiest, <laughs> but if you're not newest a fan of all those zombie things, movie, you're still go watch it. Yeah. yeah. But what it is is that he starts talking about how the kid in the movie is supposed to be his son. Yeah. He came up with the idea of this movie because he didn't know how to let go of his son in kindergarten until he saw the teacher. Because he's very ill. He has a lot exactly. of like, health issues. He has so many different things, which is exactly what the kid goes through in the movie. Yeah. And it wasn't until he saw the kindergarten teacher and he yep. knew that he could trust her with anything, mm-hmm. including zombies, yeah. he decided to make this movie. But then he talks about how there's certain things in this film mm-hmm. that... References. He mentions the kid. His kid loves sheep. So, oh, okay, we all know that. We all noticed that. He loves Star Wars. That was a very easy one yeah. to catch. He says there's certain things that nobody will ever know except his kid. And that he hopes that when his kid intrusive. is older... Yeah. That when his kid is older and he watches this movie, that since he doesn't know how to express to his child how much he loves him, that when he sees this movie years later, yeah. he's finally going to understand this is his love letter to his child. Uh, so this was the but third it's also movie. hilarious. Like, don't make it seem like it's super sappy or well, emotional. That's it's what hilarious. I, that's what I want to actually ask you guys because that's what makes the movie a whole mm-hmm. other level. This yeah. is a horror comedy. There's a lot of horror comedies that are a little light on one or the other. No, this no. perfectly. Yeah, even. I think it and it had yeah. drama too. It, it had nice emotional. Moments. You want to pitch it as a family movie, but then you remember stuff that Josh yeah. Gad says, and you go, "This can't be a family yeah. film." I, it's a perfect balance. This. Like, the movie on its own without knowing what the director said is yeah. perfect. Yeah. That stuff just it's makes fun. it, like... Like I said, I, I said, I'm not saying that this is, like, a 5 out of 5 movie, best movie you'll ever see in your life, but I want to give it a 5 out of 5 just for, like, what so it I'll is. To hype it up. To hype it up and what it is. Like, in its category, it's yeah. a 5 out of 5. Because Hulu yeah. picked it up, too, and my biggest worry with all the streaming <sighs> stuff so just is it that right it gets buried, stream. especially, like, on a Hulu, so... I hate yeah. that. But, like, please, if you get the chance to watch this, do... Make a make a buzz saying I really want to see Little Monsters so that maybe they'll actually. It's the, yeah, I actually release. think it's the funnest movie at the festival. Uh, I think, like, yeah, exactly. Tied, think, oh, very close to big time adolescence. Yeah, and with Luke, with Lupita involved, I think that might actually help get it a full release. As long so. if if yeah. us actually gets a lot of buzz right. and does well, I hope that that'll make them be yeah. like, okay, let's release this in theaters on the ed- tail edge of that and get people mm-hmm. watching her. You know, um, 
I loved it. Um, that's pretty much Ditto. it. Ditto. I mean, well, no, I mean, seeing Lupita in a different role was so refreshing. You know? Mm-hmm. It's always seeing her in some, like, super drama and, like, you know, thing. Yeah, and now she's very regal or something. Yes. Yeah. Seeing her here and just, like, kick ass with zombies. Yeah, it was, cool. um, yeah, I loved it. This but then being like, able to pick up the ukulele and just, like, yeah, switch roles completely. Exactly. Like, amazing. Like, this, yeah. is, this has, I feel like, out of everything I watched, the most rewatchability. She sings a nursing song while killing zombies. Yeah, yeah. it's good. I, this has, like, the most, like, you're, <laughs> like, you could put put this on any time and be happy watching it. It's gonna have that re- replayability. This is, like, your zombie land, your Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. but, like, that much better, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Loose. This was, Loose. I think, our first, like, discovery. The sleeper here. hits. Y- y'all can go to sleep. Loose. <laughs> Loose is tied as my number one for the best film at Sundance. Mm-hmm. I did not think anything of it. We went in blind. No yep. idea. This is, yeah, I don't think any of us yeah. had this on our most the anticipated. The description yeah. sucked. Yeah. Not just, to be playing yeah. on Just had exactly. a whole conversation with my dudes this morning. This movie has side storylines. That's better than other movies in the festival. Than award winners at this festival. Than award, yeah, award winners, winners at this yeah. festival. Fake award winners. Yeah. <laughs> Share is a movie that no one's going to talk about by now. And there is a scene in Loose that does it better. Yeah. Native Son. This movie does it better. The Souvenir. Somehow this movie does it better. <laughs> Loose does a bunch of the movies that had its full releases so much better. Calvin, I'm surprised for whatever reason, didn't win Best Actor. Uh, we did have a conversation with Fernando, producer Fernando, who um, uh, was telling me how much he hated the character, but because of how good his like performance right. was, yeah, like he, ju- yeah. he aggravates you, despicable manipulator, or maybe character. he inspires you. It's a little bit what of a whiplash. What side do you fall in? To me, this is American vandalish with the with the with the tropes, okay. yeah. a racial American uh, vandal. With do you want to say the premise? Do you know the premise of it at all? I mean, so the quick premise I would say is that it's following this black son of white parents adopted, yeah. uh, adopted son at a school where he's considered like a golden boy of sorts he's a valedictorian yeah. he's a valedictorian uh, and then things sort of start to turn inward as people start to accuse each other of yeah. different things around the school mm-hmm. and it becomes this very unexpected thriller in a way yeah. a social yes. thriller we need to talk about Calvin is how I've been talking <laughs> yeah, about Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We need to talk about and Calvin. And yeah, you mentioned the way that it does a bunch of other movies better. It, it's it's that it has all these threads in it. There's the racial threads, there's the class threads, there's the white savior threads. Yeah, threads uh, sexual assault threads. Sexual yeah, exactly. Assault. It's, just a, it's Everything. a movie that's very, very aware of kind of the hot button issues right yes. now. But it doesn't lose any of them. That's yes. the most impressive part. Yeah. I, I would say, if anything, it's a little overwritten. It makes some things a little more... It, it does some things as text, which could be subtext. I agree. But that doesn't take, yeah. me, that yeah, doesn't take mm-hmm. me out of the movie. No. It's yeah. just maybe not as effective as I a had, subtler line. Yeah. It's like, I hey had, guys, did you realize what we're saying here? Like, yes. Yeah, and there was another one where I thought oh, it was like, yeah. his own decision didn't make any sense. Yeah. Where a final one dealing with his mom, but yeah. no, I agree with you. Yeah, but it, it was... You know, edge of your seat until the end Dude, of the, the movie, surprise me and that's hard yes. to say about anything where there's like no fighting in it or there's whatever. No you know, it's just they so just so much passive aggressive talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some lines that are that are like ooh. There is. I don't have my notebook yeah. on me. This is the only one that I wrote five pages worth of notes for, and all of them are quotes. quotes. They're yeah. all just quotes. Yeah. I saw. It. I Everybody needs you. an Obama. <laughs> yeah, was that like, one was yeah. It's fine, man. A bunch of it was just like ooh, ooh. What? What is that? Oh, great point. Yeah. This is comes from the director of the Cloverfield Paradox. Thank you. Yeah, which yeah. is my was least like, favorite movie last year. And I, yeah. for me, I remember when I saw Julius went out, and I had seen some of like the stuff that he did. That's why I was so hyped for that thing. Yeah. I, and being a Cloverfield fan, and I was like, this is trash. 
This movie yeah. proves that that was meddling. Yeah. yeah. Because he came in and this is all him. Wrote it. Yeah. Or I think co-wrote it with someone. Yeah. Uh, directed it, like, and I think produced it as well. So, yo, sh shout out to that man because he, this is either Paradox or there was yeah. studio meddling happening in there. Yeah, so absolutely. That was dope. Uh, yeah. I, again, like I said, I have it tied for number one. I have it number one. I would love to see it's this. My pen. I would love to see this <laughs> it's sneak its higher. way into some Oscar conversations. Yeah. Naomi Watts it's too is small. so good. If I in have it. it at number one, it'll never make Octavia it. Octavia Spencer is just so it good in it. She is. Octavia Spencer is incredible. Oh, she yeah. produces it. Yeah. Octavia produces it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, too. Crazy. She did so good. Yeah. yeah. Just incredible. Because it's the idea of if 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 you're if you have a stereotype and you're out of that stereotype, are you going to be upset that they don't stereotype? Yeah. They, I don't and even they, know how to. It's so crazy. It's crazy because he's upset that people hold him to a standard. That they mm -hmm. hold somebody else to another stand, it's yeah. crazy. And I, I think that's something that a, a lot of the movies that the Sundance tried to like flip some of those ideas. On yes, the we were saying. Failed at it. They failed yeah. at it so much that they concaved in on itself and somehow yeah. still won awards. Yeah. Uh, this movie did all of that, but better. I've yeah. talked to a lot. I haven't met anyone who doesn't like this movie. Yeah. Like maybe not top five, but at least yeah. still enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I've seen a bunch of people, a bunch of the critics here, want to put it in their film festivals. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited I mean, to see we it. We also yeah. saw this right in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Literally we were first rushing movie. to it. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. were perfectly fine. Just like yeah. the just like the midnight kind of drains the you. The early morning and yeah. the late midnight screenings exactly. sometimes are a little hard to get, to get through. In, yeah. If, yeah. They're, if they're not is that exciting because yeah, we haven't yeah. been sleeping very much yeah. so and obviously again, those are the hard sells and again this is a movie which just basically is a lot of talking mm -hmm. and those movies can are sometimes, definitely ones yeah. put you to sleep sometimes yeah. this was not that at all you really you want to know what's mm -hmm. next you want to know what they mean there's yeah. just that edge of mystery that I think and I think the, the way that the movie is able to maintain that sort of ambiguity around what happened through to the end yes. is, is really impressive yeah. Uh, so Loose is one that was picked up by Neon. We've mentioned a bunch of Neon, Neon, <laughs> Neon they said, picked up Little Monsters. Neon said, "Screw A24." <laughs> yeah, they're trying to do their own A24 this yeah. festival. Picked up a lot of the most interesting movies. Uh, so Loose will be available. Neon is the Pepsi to A24. They know good and damn well that like the Pepsi commercial that came out. Yo, I don't know if you guys God. saw it for the Super Bowl. Yeah, Pepsi's the Pepsi, fine. The Pepsi commercial was like, is Pepsi Pepsi's fine? fine. The, I don't give it that. The fact that Pepsi knows is aware, is aware yeah. that that's what people say is Pepsi fine and they yeah. go Pepsi's more than fine. That is Neon with A24 light. We know. Yeah. Not this year, though. Because yeah. y'all got Cher and Native Son, and we got loose. Yeah, they, they sold off Cher Yeah, when A24 has to make deals with HBO, and they're talking about it being revolutionary. Yeah. No, it's like, that's we don't want to do That's also just like MoviePass saying, we got a great deal for you coming up. Yeah. yeah. Just give us that's, all your money. We don't trust it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can talk about loose for the rest of the podcast, but that's yeah. what I'm going to say. Uh, another big movie that was here at the festival had its previous debut. I think it was the Venice Film Venice. Festival. Yes, Venice. Uh, but it was here and too. Nobody talked about it the way that they should have warned us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Nightingale. This is the the new one from Jennifer Kent, yeah. uh, Babadook director. Babadook. Babadook's yeah. movie that I think we all really like. Yeah. I, I love that one. Uh, and this is a, a sort of reimagining of the survival in the wilderness story that kind revenge of story. revenge story it's revenge, revenge from last year that's what I yeah but better yeah, yeah. It, it, so. takes, it takes like the revenant setup and puts it in the hands of you know Australia. people people yeah. who are not necessarily the center of these stories whether it's women or people of color yes you know, it, it's it, it's just a Blackbird. <laughs> blackbird's great in it. yeah it's just a really interesting kind of look at how when pushed into a corner, like yeah. how, how they show yeah. she's able to respond, how yeah. they are just go yeah. after them. It, it's a re really incredible movie. Where yeah. is it on your top ten? 
That one, I think, made it to 10. It's six for eight. me just because I got it really up there. Seven for me? Seven, Seven but it might be a six looking way. at this now. Now, yeah. uh, who wants to talk about how it was for your screening while well, I mentioned what it was for? Oh, oh they have oh, their oh, story. Who, whoever wants to mention it, you right. can come to right here. So I'll start it off by talking about how at the beginning, uh, they check your IDs. Yes. Yeah. yeah, this was the only movie at Sundance, which, mind you, this is before the MPAA gets to look at these movies, so none of them are like rated R or rated PG-13, yeah, anything no, like yeah. that. Yeah, there's nothing on there. So this was the only movie at Sundance, including the movies where there was lots of yeah. full sex on screen. Yeah, yeah like Queen of Hearts? Ooh. Like yeah. Divine Ooh. Love. That door this was the only one where they actually checked the IDs beforehand, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. still and like, we had people who yeah. were not out, exactly so. ready. Yeah, we'd even who, heard it was brutal. Who wants to say the part happened for you guys? Or we'll tell you what, okay. yeah. say, say what happened in ours first. Yeah, okay. so we saw it yeah. the first week. So we yeah. saw it the first week. They told us there would be like on-site psychologists or like counselors. We thought it was like, a joke. Everyone laughed. Yeah, so True. we're like, no. okay, how, like, bad? No, yeah, how bad could the movie be? That was our screening. And as it goes, you see this event happen, this 20 particular minutes in, scene. 25 minutes in. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> this person, because we were sitting in the balcony area, this person that was sitting in the balcony area, the first row, is first literally row. Leaping, Light dangling over him. leaping over the people because she was like in the middle. Could be a he. I think it was a she. It was a she. Yeah, um, was. Holding her mouth. I think she was about to puke. She. I think uh, she almost went over the railing. She actually, yeah. fell over the balcony. Like how right how yeah, quickly just, she, she was trying to get out and trying to get over people's bags. Just a yeah. desperate was, attempt to leave the theater. Yeah. Yes. Because there really is some like. It's not unrelenting. It's brutally it's, graphic. It's too real it's that too real. you need to not check IDs. You need to ask, what is your uh, past history? What is yeah. your What are your triggers? Yeah, they yeah. Really should exactly. Have so that was ours. Like and we had several warning. different walkouts, but that was probably the biggest one because I'd never seen someone have that dramatic yeah. rush out, yeah. almost fall over the balcony. Yeah. But really none of us had an experience as crazy as, as Chase's this boys. one. But I don't think it was related to the movie. I think it was related to the ray because the ray is hot as hell. That Maybe. could be as well. I don't think it was I'm going to attribute it to the movie. Yeah. I don't think it the was. Movie but takes responsibility. So, this was me, Fernando, Andre, Andy, I'm sorry, and Ryan. <laughs> so, we're sitting there. It's not even like a, a. The whole movie's brutal, but it's not like a brutal part. It's like a dialogue part. And everyone's kind of just chilling there. And then all of a sudden, we hear. Get out the theater! Call 911! Turn off the movie! And the movie turns off. I think there's a gun in the theater. So he I'm starts freaking out. He thinks this is it. He stiffs like, arms for Mando. I was like, well, we gotta get out. Apparently, all I hear from the other side of the theater, yeah, cardiac arrest. I'm like, cardiac arrest? He said, don't you ever yell. He thought this was his first and last Sundance. I, I honestly thought the dude was dead up there. Apparently, we found out after he had a seizure because he couldn't handle it. But, uh, I think it was the heat. It could have been the heat. I'm could pretty have been sure the heat. it was the heat. The Ray the is the hottest was, theater. It yeah. is the Ray hottest. Like, in the coldest state. <laughs> the yeah, coldest but state. The, no, but it's really warm. Like, the Ray is too warm. Maybe. The Ray is too warm. But we're saying it's the movie? <laughs> but it was a combination of the both. 60 40. Days. Let's go that way. Yeah. Yeah. The calm part that it happened during. It happened yeah. like right well, after it was right after a brutal part. Okay, well then, yeah. Was it after the wall? It was after the Aboriginal woman. Oh yeah, that oh, was. The, the, that's way into the no, movie. It yeah. wasn't. It was, oh, uh, it was after, after a after murder halfway after through the movie. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. oh you're right. You're that's right. Fair. The person that does this. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She finally gets it was to after, the front. It was right that's after. a cheer yeah. moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, but we he had some okay. Yo, so, we had, we had, woo! Yeah. <laughs> you probably this movie because of stuff like that you can leave now. This movie because of stuff like that. The festival. This your number one? Yeah, it's time for number one. What's your other one? To the stars. We love two stars. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Two Chase, seconds. everybody, from a few mixed <laughs> scratched at opinions. <laughs> and Andres. Uh, so we, uh, when we went into it, 
Andy. Same thing. It was super. Yeah. Sorry, Andy. Damn. Well, I forgot we changed his name. Uh, <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. I personally loved it. This movie because of the brutality that it has in it. I don't. I don't think I'd ever. It's, it's never gratuitous. It's just too authentic. If it's anything, it's too authentic yeah. to recommend. Because it's makes sick. It ru- yeah. It's irreversible ish. It's uh, girl in the dragon yeah. tattoo ish. But, but two extra things that happen in that scene, which makes it that yeah. bad. It's yeah. like literally, it's, it goes to the peak. There's yeah. no further. But that's what allows you in the second half to have mm-hmm. one of the biggest. It, it, goes to, it goes to the peak, and there's not like an immediate like breath. No, there's yeah. no breath. We it talked about no in that moment. We yeah. talked about because yeah. of all the brutality that happens in there, it's going to get the buzz like what it wasn't we had mentioned uh, from last year. Large Von Trier. Oh, oh the Jackal? Yeah, where oh, he definitely right, right, right. wanted the unrated card. He was really yeah. pushing the brutality of it. I wouldn't be this surprised. This one clearly is pushing the brutality at it by, by checking IDs and all these different things. I wouldn't things. be surprised if the thing that we're being very coy about is just well known by the time this movie comes out. That's what out. I'm saying, yeah. but that's going to be the hype factor of it. But unlike the other one that gave you nothing yeah. for its brutality, this one does. This yeah. one gives yeah. you a cheer at the end. Yeah. So. yeah, it'd be like a negative thing towards it. Like if I say, oh, this movie's a horror, and then people are like, that wasn't a horror. Just say Babadook wow. Lady. Yeah, well, I, we did get that a lot. I don't know if you yeah. guys heard in your screening. A lot of people came out like saying, a, they were like, it's not Babadook. It's something else. No, but, like, yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's but a completely it's, different genre. Yeah, than it is. Yeah, it's a completely different genre. I think it's still... Great. Yeah. It's two for two for and her. Honestly, personally, oh, sorry, go, you go. Personally, I'd say like maybe they could cut 20 minutes. Yes, I would It's agree. a little over long. It's, it's two hours long. long. It's Walking, two, over yeah. two hours long. Yeah, it's a little uh, too much. Sure, could have cut an hour and 46 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the, that's, we're talking about 20 minutes out of a two hour, 20 minute movie. Yeah. 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 And it's not. Do you know what you would cut? Exactly. And that's the thing is, I don't know what I would cut. Because she, she has, has a couple of bits where Are you Jennifer Cat? Memories that she has. Yeah, have you made your feature? I hate to be the person saying like cut 20 minutes. How many got at Sundance, huh? <laughs> Either way, um, what I will say is it's kind of unfortunate because I think that uh, the main actress could have honestly seen some real Oscar buzz from this role, but I don't think she'll get anything. I don't if, think okay, anybody I'm will get anything for this movie because of how brutal Blackbird it is. Blackbird should get a statue. Yes. She oh has God. a scene where her cheeks quiver when she's reporting. It's so good. Like, to me, whenever I see something with their eyes or their cheeks, I was like, all right, now your cheeks are acting like, that's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. And I'm not talking Queen of <laughs> no. <Mother> cheeks. No. <laughs> actual cheeks so yeah but so yeah a lot of things to like about nightingale it's one of all of our in top our top tens yeah. at yeah. least yeah uh, so we'll talk about that more i'm sure when it's closer to release yeah. uh the last of our 10 major movies i'd say is maybe like the least known of these 10 yes uh, although yeah. it did get some buzz the untitled amazing jonathan documentary. talk about it <laughs> uh, that's tied for my number one yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it is a really interesting documentary it begins in a more typical fashion. It's yep. a bit of a profile piece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The way that it's kind of described is a little bit of a profile piece about the amazing Jonathan. But you don't need to know anything about him, and you don't need to really have an interest in I'm not in saying him. we're not having a conversation on the end. To, to yeah, get you into where to I'm just telling you it is my number one. Yeah. Hey, who doesn't have Untitled in their top five? Me. What? Don't listen to Chase. It's in my top, <laughs> it's in my top ten. Sure, we'll not top five. Uh, actually, I think me too. I think it's like number six. It's number nine for me. <laughs> Top top ten. Top ten. Art made the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so they claim I'm the director in the movie, baby. I mean, it's a, it starts as this profile piece and then becomes this extremely meta A documentary thing. Yes. That's, within a documentary. Yeah, yes. about a documentary. Kind of about, about documentary, documentary filmmaking. Yeah. yeah. And the way to release it is within the documentary. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really interesting in the way that it's able to both examine the subject and examine itself yeah. and also examine its interest in the subject. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that it really isn't, is kind of like the coolest thing about it is it's thinking about what 
it, what actually brought me to this project. Yeah. My biggest concern with it is how they're going to pitch it in the trailer because yeah. that's a part of yeah. the movie. There's a certain aspect yeah. that can't be really pitched in the trailer. But to me, uh, again, I have a tie to number one with Loose. I personally adored it. I think a lot of people are going to love it. Uh, but it's one of those movies where I don't think there's a boring part. Mm-hmm. I think there's just a point where you don't think they're going to land the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. how they're going to wrap it up. I'm like, yeah. this was really good. I'm like, but they're not going to land it. Yeah. And then he does. Yeah. He Somehow. It. He lands it in the best way possible that it bleeds into the Q&A, specifically mm-hmm. the first one. I think I told most of you this story. Uh, someone had tweeted me out about how the, they ended the first one. And also in our Q&A, what he said what he would have done if the ending didn't end up like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and so funny. all of it is genius. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's, it's going to bleed into, I want to say, the award season, in my opinion. Hopefully. And on top of that, um, uh, it got picked up by Hulu. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so this could be like a kind Hulu of and little reminding monsters, the gap or whatever so, yeah. it is. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely one to keep an eye on. It's one of the most entertaining films that was at the yeah, festival. It's called like, Untitled. Yeah, I, I'd, amazing I would definitely say that it's at least one of the top five, if not three, comedies. Yeah, yeah. Ever made? Yeah. Of the festival. Of the festival. <laughs> and then just as a heads up, there is actually another documentary about this guy out there. Three. Don't know yeah. the one that was released. Yeah. Don't watch it. It's not this one. Specifically, find Untitled, Untitled Amazing, amazing Jonathan, Jonathan documentary Jonathan. directed by Ben Berman. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I want to say that's Ben Berman. <laughs> um, so just don't don't find that one that was released like three yes. years ago or two Berman. years ago and yeah. think that it's correct. This will, Wait for the Ben Berman. This will in, enhance your experience yeah. of yeah. anything. Because it's not really, the, the, the stuff about him isn't necessarily the most interesting part. It's I just it's the like whole ben thing. Ben and his struggle with it is what actually is made the, it yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Hilarious. So those are what we thought were like 10 of the buzziest, most interesting movies. Yeah. We, these are all 10 that we're putting like our stamp of approval on. Make and, sure you look out for them. Yeah. And yeah. on top of that, we're still going to have the other podcast. Where we're going to be talking about some of the other stuff that um, you guys may be interested. I'm going to be covering all 50-something on my channel. <laughs> yeah, I probably will too. We're going to do Let Me Explain. So we're going to do the same I'll thing I'll break down well, some so. of my favorites. Yeah, I'll be doing a lot of yeah. videos. Lots but of videos. Is there anything else that you guys think are worth a mention? Um, I just need to mention the second greatest movie of all time. Are you, ever created, is this the one you're going to talk about? Which is Greener Grass. Okay. Yeah. We came out of That's this movie really awesome quick. <laughs> Greener grass people had said, I don't know, what were some of the quotes that you guys had heard? Uh, I remember hearing that it's uh, D- David Lynch, if he did Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, for me, I reviewed it as uh, Yorgos Lanthimos meets John Waters, and it's got the manner of comedy that Yorgos Lanthimos also does. But well, it's, much, it's, like, it's this like satire of, philosophy, of normalcy yeah. and yeah, suburbia, that's exactly the, it. and, and mm-hmm. it's heightened in a way that you see in a lot of John I'm Waters movies. This. We sit up till 5 o'clock in the morning talking about this movie. <laughs> I was adamant that it's good, but what if it's just a dumb and dumber to everybody else? And they were like, no, they were already wearing robes in their cult and everything about it. <laughs> and somehow we were trying to convince Andy to go watch the movie. He goes downstairs, he comes back up. They got a robe in my size, and I'm over there on the other side talking about how this is probably the second greatest movie of all time. House 2. He said it was House 2. It's a live action, uh, don't hug me, I'm scared. All great quotes. Yeah. I said, if aliens come to America, or yeah. Yeah, to, to Earth in general, this is how they would see humans. I said that yeah. one video on YouTube where it says this is what English sounds to non-English speakers. Yes, yeah. I, that to me is one that of the That is best this things. movie yeah. for human beings. This yeah. is seeing color for the first time. This yeah. is Steve Jobs incarnate, Shakespeare in the flesh. This movie is what the fourth wall break felt like. You don't have the answers, Sway. It's yeah. all of it in general. Oh, Some Sway. people are going to utterly hate it. Other people are going to live and breathe by this movie. Yeah. Chase. Yeah, Ryan, it's definitely like got in sell a, it. It's definitely got like an adult sell it. aesthetic. Come tell us about the director. There's only one thing that you can say oh to goodness. sell this movie. Yes, tell us about the director and the like, director, a, actor, a, producer. <laughs> it's 
the same person, director, actor, producer. It's a duel. Now, mind you, as I set this up for them, we are seeing them at the Ray as the main actresses, close-ups, all of it. We know what they look like. They're the directors. We know the what producers. they're dressed as. They yeah. come out to talk about the movie. We see them. Yeah. She's tall as hell. And, and out of the two, we get the one that, no offense to her, but she's the funniest person in the world, looks like Big Bird. Like, there's she's... no other blonde lady who you're going to no. see that looks like this woman. And she's somehow, really she is the new Kubrick. <laughs> because... Well, well right this. after we went to um, we went to a screening for uh, Britney runs a marathon, mm-hmm. and it was it was a uh, it was like a midnight screening. So right after we got out got out of green grass, we me and Chase went straight over to that to the uh, we we had to do a wait list, so there's like really no tickets or anything. And then so we wait in line, and then me and Chase were talking, and then we see this couple walk up to us, and then it's a tall blonde. It was like no yes. mistake. And then we 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 were talking, we were, we look at them, and then we stop for a second. And we look at each other, and then we're just like... <laughs> now, mind you, this is the blonde one. If you search a picture up right now, you're watching this online, so you have internet access. Oh, baby there is yeah. no way you don't accidentally... Yeah. Especially at Sundance. Her. But yeah. it goes at another Sundays, layer. Wearing the same clothes she was just interviewed in. Keep She's, going. And then, so we were trying to like confirm it. Like, okay. Then we turned to her really quick. We are just like, are you the greener grass director? And then she's just like... Straight face. She's just like, oh, you know what? I've been getting that all day. In fact, in fact, I'm just the librarian. I'm just the librarian. And, and then me and Chase were just like, oh, we apologize. We're sorry. That's so dumb. They believed it. And then the funniest part was. This is where she sells it. I, I, I still don't believe her. I still don't believe her, so I'm kind of like eyeballing her from the side, and she's literally Googling herself on her phone. She pulls it out, Googles herself, and then she's just like, Wow, I look just like her. <laughs> kind of like, I look just like she starts fixing her hair. But you feel like you no. confirmed it was her the next day. Yes, yes, yes. Get this. yes. At that night, like, she doesn't know if they're still looking, but she's, she's still, still doing, doing the bits. Yeah. She's still it was doing that they, they ran into the producer. Right, no, but remember they came home, they told us this, and we're like, she's a genius. But then we started not believing them. Yeah. And then there was like a whole domestic dispute going on. Yeah. They're like, and we think we just saw something. He's like, there's no way. And they pulled up the picture. like, there's no way. Yeah. And the next day, it was clear here. But um, when, when uh, it was mind you, it was a couple that, yeah. that walked up. One was clearly the director. <laughs> one, no, one was a librarian. Yeah, it was librarian, and then uh, like a, a much shorter dude, probably about like me and Chase's height. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then so <laughs> that's how tall she is. Again, my she had like seven inches. Yeah. Here's, here's like being like Chase, and then yeah. the guy that she was with. Here's like her. Yeah, she's tall. She's tall. Yeah, she's fucking tall. So anyway, um. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, me and Chase, we had like no uh, screenings like that we really wanted to go to. We're like, oh, let's go to the speed dating thing, which <laughs> sucks. sucks. <laughs> it was so terrible. If you're under it's, 25, do the Ignite package. It gives you half the price for everything. Worth it. But don't do the events. Yes. In my own personal Suck. opinion. Yeah. However, yeah. it was worth it because yes, it was. while we were still contemplating whether they actually did see her or the librarian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... So they had a bunch of different filmmakers and stuff that, that were at this uh, speed dating thing. And then I overheard someone say, like, oh, this is, like, the producer to Greener Grass. And then I turn over, <laughs> and then it's, <laughs> it's the same guy. And then we're just, like, that genius confirms it even more. Yeah. So, Greener Grass, you're either going to love it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Ryan, Hilarious. And Chase, again. Thank you so much. Ryan Runquist here. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll have all this stuff down below. But, uh, dude, this is... Uh, I don't know if you guys have other ones, but as you figure out what else you want to mention, the Greener Grass is the one that I just wanted to mention because yeah. it's, 
It's the worst movie yet the best movie at the same time. Yeah, I, I mentioned agree. briefly, I think it's got a very like Adult Swim aesthetic. So if you're yeah. a fan of Adult, adult Swim shows, absolutely check out Green yeah. Grass. Yeah. This one maybe? Uh, sure. Uh, I called it Hereditary Junior. I, mm, can't, I liked it. I have to say that unless I explain it, but I've heard some people say, this isn't Hereditary. I was like, mm, I need to spoil it to really tell you why I mean that. Yeah. To I mean, me, I don't really have much. We're talking about the lodge. The lodge. Anyway, the lodge. The lodge. Yeah, the lodge. Um, I mean, it was good story, straightforward. Yeah, you can I mentioned that it. one since I only saw that one because of you. It's kind of hard to well for the lodge. It's kind of hard to talk about without spoiling oh, some yeah. of the main points. Yeah. But the general idea is that um, these two kids go to a, a lodge cabin yeah. with their dad's yeah. new girlfriend, and he's Who basically they, just yeah. chilling in town for a bit because he has to do work, and then he's gonna meet up yeah. with them. And they the don't movie. really like. And that's the movie. Yeah, they don't yeah. really like her, and there's some other stuff. And that, there's some other. Yeah. I don't know what if they're reveal it. That was one of the craziest parts of the movie in the beginning. Yeah. And then, and then it just kind of everything stuff kind of happens. stuff happens. And I definitely think it's worth the watch. It was one of my, I actually really enjoyed it. It's in my yeah, top ten. It's enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. I thought it relied a little more on jump scares than like a hereditary. Nope, that was wounds. Wounds, <laughs> wounds was enti- uh, entirely jump scares. The whole thing was a jump scare. But ah, I, I bought a ticket. Yeah. I still, I still <laughs> liked the lodge. I did not I, like wounds. I, liked I enjoyed the wounds to an extent. <laughs> Any movies that we haven't mentioned that you think you deserve? <coughs> to the Stars. Yeah. I liked To the Stars quite a bit. So did Chase. So did Ryan. Yo, um, all the guys Ryan, came out saying oh, number look. one. I said, y'all want to talk about something? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting because it's it's to do with um, like 60s Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, so very conservative town, very, yes. you know, religious um, and then there's like the main girl is this very outcasted girl and mm-hmm. not in a way that's typical they actually do something that most movies won't usually it's like oh she's an outcast because she wears glasses this yeah. is like an outcast because of she like she lives on a farm she li- in like, Oklahoma yeah, yeah no I this know. is like I don't want to I don't want it's not really a spoiler but it's just it's like something that most movies wouldn't do mm-hmm. and uh, it all becomes like this really amazing transition for her as a character yeah there's also a secondary character <clears throat> named Maggie who, who is comes who comes yeah. in as this like new person who's from the outside that really helps give her that yeah. confidence. Kind of a but breath of fresh air for the entire of, town. For the yeah. entire town. And there's just this entire side story with her that's super emotional that I don't even want to like spoil for people just watch it. Yeah, because my he didn't dumb know. self did not know. He didn't know what <laughs> so it was. It and, uh, but it was really well done. I saw it twice at the festival. That's crazy. Which yeah, should let you know that twice. when like I'm at Sundance, I have yeah. chance to see different sh- movies and I chose to see that one twice. I really enjoyed it. It's in black and white. I'm hoping it gets released, but there is a chance that if it gets released, the color version will be released. Which, they, explain the reference. Really? They filmed it in color because they knew they wouldn't get the funding if they tried to get the funding in black and white. So yeah. there is a color That's version that. out there, and I think that maybe if somebody's like, we want to pick it up, but we don't want to release it That was so crazy. My Q&A for share. They said that they filmed a good version of the movie because they needed funding. They just didn't release it at Sundance. My hope is that if if To the Stars got all the way to Sundance with with black and white, yeah. that a distributor will see that and want to keep it in yeah. black and white. Yes. I think it helped. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was—I think it was one of our unexpected pleasures yeah. of the festival. Yeah, it did. Like, it was on my high list because of the description and where I yeah. assumed it was going to end up going. So it meant a lot to me. Yeah. But it, I liked it more than I thought I would. I liked how they didn't stereotypically make the dad the drunk and yeah. it's not much of a spoiler you notice right away but yeah. it's the mom this it's time the mom's yeah. a drunk as mm, much and as she's like, a narcissist it's really more yeah. like she's a yeah. huge narcissist and, and i was like huge that's so that's a much better that now the dad's like okay honey leave our daughter alone let's go get you to bed usually it's like the mother saying that's hey, one of the ones that you need to watch yeah i've yeah. really enjoyed it um so it's definitely something i would keep mm-hmm. on the radar and keep an eye out for we don't know if it's going to get picked up or released so mm-hmm. Should we, i mean us three. Did you see Queen of Hearts? No, I didn't. No. Us you can still mention it because it won. Yeah. It. What did it win? Uh, uh, foreign. foreign. World foreign. Cinema. Yeah, World Foreign World Cinema. Like jury or 
I think it won a special audience. jury. Special yeah, special, yeah, special. Um, I mean, I picked it just because Queen of Hearts. The, oh, Queen so, of Hearts. I picked. It was on my radar as far as like, oh, that's an interesting description. I wonder how the movie's gonna play out. Yeah. It's also a foreign film. Maybe yeah. they'll do something different. And we how swapped it go. for Clemency. Yes, we did. Now we have split things on Clemency. Uh, one of us liked yeah, it. Yeah, Chase, you want to come? I like. No, he loved it. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, Clemency, which was the big winner from Sundance, the grand jury <laughs> prize, her, her. which honestly. There was way better movies. He does. He disagrees with me. I think it needed to go further with a certain character. I think he went in and saw the Green Mile. <laughs> That's I've what I. He's, he's acting like he watched the oh, Green okay. Mile. Oh, you've never seen the Green Mile. That's that answers a lot it. of questions. No, but it doesn't. You knowing what happens in the Green Mile is not the same as seeing the True. Green Mile. I mean, I no you need the to Green freaking experience the Green Mile. I do. Yeah, you need like to watch it. Yo, my brother texted me the other day. <laughs> he said, "He said, have you seen the Green Mile?" I said, "Yeah, it's good." He said, "All right." <laughs> what is it? Two and a half hours later, this is cinema. <laughs> he doesn't care about any movies at all. He goes, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen." No, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Well, uh, to finish the Queen of Hearts thing, and then we'll bring you in for the clumsy part. Motherfucker. To bring the clumsy part of it, um, I liked Queen of Hearts. We had chosen it over clumsy. I thought yeah. it was worth it. I think it was definitely worth it. It's, I mean, subtitles. I don't mind subtitles at all. So I, I mean, everything that I watch on Netflix always have subtitles on. I don't yeah. So watching foreign films with subtitles, I don't mind. None of our viewers have that problem for the most yeah. part. But yeah, so some, what's people, the plot? some people won't. Um, quick run through. It is a mother. She has her stepson come home. Things develop. Develop, develop. Into a relationship. And then things... It's a bit of a triangle. Underdevelop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the yeah. funniest part yeah. is that she is, in fact, a social worker. Mm-hmm. I think that she, she's, yeah. out, she's a lawyer, and the first case we see is her Has saying, to deal with- yes, you know, teenage girl, that something really bad happened to you. You need to speak your story. You need to speak out and say this, say that, because, you know, they're going to believe you. And then we have this story that or happens. Or even if they don't believe you, it's important so yeah. to fight for other people. Exactly. Yeah. Which so is it's cool. a little bit of like two sides a of flip a flop and yeah. A little oh, American yeah. vandalish. It's, uh, it's very similar to Loose in a sense when it comes to stereotyping. And There's a specific mm. shot. And I know when we Did saw... Huh? No. <laughs> when we saw Widows, I know I picked up a lot with the reflections mm. and everything. Yeah. But in this one, they do a lot of that reflection as well as like seeing yourself reflection. But there's one point she's doing like dishes or something. And her reflection, there's almost like... When you take an image and you take another image and you drag it out, so there's two. Yeah, now mind you, this is like when yeah. plot happens. Yeah, like after all, like the plots like developing <clears throat> and everything, and it's just like there's two. I'm like, I see what you did there. Mm. Yeah, the two sides of the her. The two sides know? of her. So that was one of the winners for World Cinema. Yes. The big winner for U.S. Dramatic, which, even though you saw it, I think we were all surprised yes. by yes. it winning for U.S. Dramatic was <laughs> Clemency. We get a. No worries, you didn't have to miss anything. Bro, it broke me! <laughs> yeah, so Maybe we have... it's because I've seen more emotional movies. It's Okay, so the, the, the general issue, obviously, clemency is something that you can seek when you are on death row. So yes. that's the whole thing. So she is a warden in prison that still has death row. and they. <laughs> I thought the main action was clemency. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was about He's like, we have to see clemency. Yeah, yeah. I thought like, it was clemency. Hey, Clem. I had no idea. Yes. <laughs> Chase, why did you like he it? He pulls though? a fucking Jill and Hall. Why did I like it? I'm going to with Mandy. Uh, okay. Okay. So it's, I liked it. Pete and mine also, I saw this at 8.30 in the morning. I was very tired. So maybe if I watch it again when I'm a little bit more in the mood. It was a very early show. It was a very, 8.30, 8:30 in the morning is so early. That's why And um, my, I have a degree in this area. So I have seen a lot of real cases where this happens to people. Like I've done, <laughs> I've literally worked 
I, wrote, I helped write a textbook on wrongful Lost. convictions. When did this happen? I was in university. She went to school. I went to school. She's I just before graduated. Your, before your Asian grandma helped you. <laughs> All this stuff we don't know about. Exactly. So I have a, I have a degree in this area. So I've seen a lot of these cases. So I've, I, I just I wanted either more. It's, I feel like it, it tried to divide its time up too much between two things. And I personally would have wanted it to pick a lane. Mm-hmm. Um, or make one of the, line, the lanes converge a little bit more with the other one. More interaction there. I understand why they couldn't necessarily do that. Um, there were some scenes that were absolutely very heartbreaking and they were extremely well done, like the scene you're mentioning. I totally agree. There was That stuff was done really well. I just don't think it deserved the award in this category compared to everything The big one, too. Else. The big one. Not the audience. One. The big one. The big one. So that's my main issue, but it, it's a good movie. But Chase, why did it deserve the award? Why did it? Because I knew the ending and it still <laughs> hit me like a stack of bricks mm-hmm. by the end. Um, yeah. I think when you come to really good movies, it comes down to me like it, there has to be like at least one mouth wow one wow moment. Like I wow think moment. uh The Dark Knight has like three, right? It has the opening scene, it has Hereditary. the interrogation scene, yeah. it has three. Hereditary has a bunch. Whiplash. This had several. this had like four. There, four The opening <laughs> the opening sequence is barred. There is, yeah, the, the best, opening sequence was the best intense. opening sequence of the festival, like no question. It's like, dude, yo, what are you talking about? The movie starts right. <laughs> we're still at best of fest. The movie starts in, in three hours. Dude, are you telling a, me we have to get there? I think you should get there. Yeah, I mean, oh I might God. go again if you're going. Okay, if we're all gonna, we gotta wrap this up then. Right. Explain. <laughs> uh, the opening sequence is easily the best of the festival. Probably the most memorable scene of the festival for me. I've never felt the Nightingale. I felt uncomfortable the whole time, and I still like the Nightingale more. Yeah. But this, like, I felt uneasy the entire... Like, I just felt it was sick uneasy. watching yeah, certain scenes. Really. It sucked. There is a scene that involves... Uh, it's, like, right after the dude finds out he's actually going to die or, like, he's being told that he's going to die that is... It's going to be ingrained he, in my Yeah, head. there's a scene that we all, I would say, love from... Uh, not love, but... Miseducation of Cameron Post? Yes. Mm-hmm. He claims it's... Whoosh, I don't. It's better. Oh yeah, it's, it's not even a competition. For me. She I said like, no. I, I like Cameron yes. Post a lot. Mm-hmm. I like Me You're on the Dying Girl a lot. Mm-hmm. This to me All feels like oh shit, won. like this actually yeah, deserves the grand jury. Yeah, these movies are being compared because they're winners. Winners. Um, I, yes. I, I felt when I was reading it, it was like a lot like Crown Heights, and Crown Heights ended up fizzling out. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. When that came out again, I another, think another, uh, someone going to jail. I forget the two actors. <laughs> the warden. And Alfred the, Woodard. Yeah, her. And her, she's incredible. Yeah, she was. Her and the the dude that's on death row. He did amazing. He, to me, he really sold his... Now we gotta wrap he, this he up to go see this movie. Right? <laughs> I, Make it 52. <laughs> I just thought, like, cinematically speaking, probably the most well-crafted besides The Nightingale. I still think The Nightingale Damn, is, like, the okay. best movie. Where is it but, in terms of your top five? Uh, so I've been saying Nightingale and To the Sons are tied for my one, and then my number three is a three-way tie between... He literally has three... Yeah. <laughs> I, like, so his top five is yeah. 20 movies. So, exactly. so number one is what? Number one is either To the Stars or Nightingale. Okay. Or tie. Uh, I'll let that one slide, but then look what he does for yeah. number two. And then my num- well, number my number three, technically. <laughs> is another three movies. My number three is a tie between Clemency, Greener Grass, and Big Time Adolescence. So I like them all for different reasons. Solid. So. I'd say, uh, to wrap it up, everyone yeah. else mentioned their top fives. Well, did you want to talk about... I, I was just going to throw in uh, Midnight, Family. Midnight Family as one of the ones that I oh, was really struck by. This is the uh, the U.S. documentary prize, special jury prize winner for cinematography. Uh, I've been saying to everybody that if you go into the movie and didn't know it was a documentary, I think you could mm-hmm. be convinced that it was a narrative by how well shot yeah. the, it is. There's just Some of the best shots of the fest. Yeah, yeah it, it just has these gorgeously composed shots that you don't think should be possible 
in a documentary setting, especially considering that this is a film that takes place largely in the back of an ambulance, like mm -hmm. while they're on their way yeah. from and to various emergencies. It's just a very striking movie that's about a very interesting uh, situation in Mexico City where they have this... 45 ambulances. Fewer yeah. than. Fewer, fewer than 45 ambulances 49. to help 9 million people. Yeah. yeah, so there's a private ambulance industry that uh, this family, the Ochoa family, is part of. And Luke Lorenzen is the name of the guy who directed it. He did the cinematography. He just captures it so beautifully. He was with them for three years filming stuff. So you see a little bit of progression with this family. And it's it just a kind of amazing situation. And I love when a documentary like this can show you a small glimpse of life that speaks to a much larger issue. And, yes. and in this little bit of, uh, of experience, you see just how awful this situation is for anybody who would be living in Mexico City with an yeah. emergency situation. It's exactly. a, yeah. yeah, it's a really, really great film. Uh, this is the only one that we've spoken of that I don't know if it's gotten picked up yet. Maybe To the Stars hasn't been picked up either. I don't think it has. Uh, so these are, those are two that maybe keep an eye out for mm -hmm. if anybody picks them up. The rest of them will definitely be out. I this even year? say this year. Yeah. But a lot of yeah. won't yeah. come out until next year. Which yeah. Is Probably. Surprise. Yeah. And yeah. that might yeah. be the same case for To the Stars. Oh, yeah. Let's say March 1st and then they can go. My top five goes Honey Boy. Big Time Adolescence, Greener Grass, third favorite of the fest, second of all time, mm -hmm. Untitled Amazing jo Jonathan Documentary, and Loose tied for first place. I went with Big Time Adolescence at five, mm -hmm. Greener Grass at four, cool. Midnight Family at three, Sexy. Farewell at two, and Britney Runs a Marathon at one. number one. Nice. <laughs> Go for it. My um, going with number five is the Untitled Amazing Jonathan Documentary. Could be hard. <laughs> uh, four, Big Time Adolescence. Good. Three, The Farewell. Two, Little Monsters. And number one, Loose. Very cool. Very you approve? Cool. I approve. Uh, so mine, I'm still trying to order these. I'm really, that's my worst. That's my biggest struggle. But I have right now The Farewell, Big Time Adolescence, Two of the Stars, Little Monsters, and Honey Boy. In like so two of you right have now. Little Monsters at your number two. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, Little Monsters. I, I, I really gonna see that. Little Monsters is really good. It. It's really good. It. But, to me, it was yep. the most enjoyable movie of the fest. I agree yeah. with that. So if we didn't talk about one of your most yep. anticipated Sundance movies... That sucks, bro. <laughs> Anyways. We probably us, saw it. Yeah, we probably saw it, given how many oh, we saw between it. us. We yeah. saw it. Let us know in the comments below. We'll mention it next We'll try week. and get to it on next week's Intercut. Yeah. Uh, we just wanted to talk about some of the best and biggest movies there. So hopefully we broke them down for you well. That's all for this week's show. We'll be back to a regular Intercut soon. Uh, I can be found online at Zshevich on Twitter or Instagram, places like that. Uh, Amanda, you want to... I am Amanda the Jedi everywhere. YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All the things. All the things, literally. And uh, our HZ crew. You us. <laughs> At uh, YouTube for Let Me Explain. And the A to Z show, which will come back. Before Multiplex. Uh, yeah, I mean, they already know all the stuff here. I mean, this is the first time that she's been on camera for yeah. editing and writing. That's usually what she's doing in the past. Oh, Luna. Yeah. 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 Strong female leads in this place right here. Um, we, need yeah. a, we need a studio audience more often. This is fun. Yeah, this is a what? Yeah. A studio audience. Yeah, yeah quite. You just like because they laughed at your first joke because you're the funny one. They laughed at me yeah. saying, welcome to. Yeah, that's the funny part. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you guys know where you can find us. Uh, let me explain. It is E-Show. It is E-Show on Twitter and everything else. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Catch more episodes of the Intercut Podcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash intercutpod, and follow along on across our various social media platforms at intercutpod. You can follow us on Twitter. 
Facebook, Instagram, all at Intercut Pod. 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 <laughs> also, follow our Letterbox yeah. account. Too. And then a big yeah. shout out yeah. as well to everybody else we had with yeah. us. So if you guys want to get in camera, yeah. as well as Fernando, our producer for this yeah. this Intercut Ooh. one right here. We found him on the streets of Sundance. Yeah, look at him. Streets None of, of you guys are in any he's shot risking of in, so, but if He's risking right independence, guys. He's yeah. risking independence. Oh, right there. He's oh, risking independence. Am I in the Huge watch. Okay. Yeah. So you guys know the four of us are over here. We had our good man Ryan. We have Caitlin. We have Chase. Boom, boom. We have Anders. <laughs> and we have Fernando, who we picked yeah, where's up. Where's Monos? Yeah, where's Monos? Yeah, yeah, where's Monos? Yeah, yeah, where's Mono? One, two, not, not. Oh, boom, boom. Sorry. Boom, boom. If you watch Monos, he looks just like him. But yeah, that's pretty much it for us. I know you have your little outro to do. <laughs> As he looks for it. Um, I'll do the new to see. Everything we just mentioned. Yeah. New to see. Exactly. Uh, did, did I not? I mentioned everything we need. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. If yeah, you don't do that, stuff. subscribe to the audio podcast or the video one, whichever one you're listening or watching to now. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, I hope I earned the privilege of your time. Yes! yes. 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 yes.